Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, everybody, welcome into another podcast edition of The Financial Answer. Thank you so much for checking us out. We always appreciate it. I'm here with Nathan O'Brien as we talk about investing, finance, and retirement. I'm Mark Killian, your co-host. Nathan's a registered investment advisor and chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as local smart investor pro with Dave Ramsey and founder at O'Brien and Associates. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Good morning, my friend. I'm doing good. How are you today? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. I appreciate it. Uh, Nathan and I were chatting before we jumped on here, and it's been a a weird weekend, (laughs) but uh, we're going to have You have a cursed pergola at your house. I I blew his mind by saying I had a haunted pergola, and he said, you never heard of that before. And I said, well, me neither. (laughs) That's what you get for trying to put it together yourself uh, you and yeah. your brother that's, I know, but it was uh, you fun. know that's why they make carpenters you can hire that out you know yeah, so. that's true and i'm not and i've said on our show for a long time that i'm not the best at it and this was further proof <laughs> hey i know i know we i tried to build my wife and i tried to build a deck one time and we did but i'll never do it do again. it again exactly yeah yep. well it looks good so you yeah know, awesome we'll, i'll take yeah. a picture just tried to kill your brother and no, your just wife kill, and yeah, that's everybody in the meantime i didn't try to kill him he just broke his leg yeah <laughs> That's right. (laughs) But uh, we we got a good show lined up besides my brother's broken leg. And we're going to talk about those. Hey, don't forget, folks, make sure that you always subscribe. Or if you haven't, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Share this with friends. Share it on Facebook. Share it with whatever. We certainly would appreciate a like or a comment or or just, you know, uh, gathering some more folks listening to us. Uh, Hopefully, we share useful nuggets of information and some fun along the way, aside from haunted pergolas. Uh, But reach out to Nathan (laughs) if you need some questions answered right away. Make sure, you you know, before you take any action, you always check with a professional. 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. And, of course, it's the financialanswer.com. That's the financialanswer.com. All right, so, Nathan, 7% of Americans, adult Americans, actually think chocolate milk comes from brown cows. What do you think about that? <laughs> I think that's, you know, they surveyed the ones in rehab facilities probably. That's 16 million that people, man. That oh, is 16 that's million a lot. people. I cannot, I cannot believe that. That's got to be that's some crazy, kind of... Is. Yeah. Well, okay, look, yes. if brown eggs come from brown chickens, I guess maybe some people might think I've that. I've seen blue eggs, so what, yeah, do blue so, eggs come from blue chickens? Well, they, well, they actually, well, so my buddy does have some uh, those colored chickens. He has the black chickens the yeah, and, the, yeah. and the brown ones, and they actually do lay colored eggs. Yeah, uh, no, so, I've, I've eaten some of those before, yeah. and they, uh, they're they pretty good. I, I've never had, seen a blue chicken, though, and yeah. I have seen a blue egg, well, so I don't you know. know you maybe. Know, so maybe their th- train of thought's not totally correct. <laughs> Crazy. I think that's the same people who probably think the world is still flat. There's still a few yeah, of those out, out yeah. there. So anyway, that may be the case. If you're uh, one of them, no offense, but uh, you probably no, also think no, you that, should be offended. <laughs> <laughs> you probably also think that uh, you're one of the 27 percent that's going to win the lottery, and that's going to be your retirement 
<laughs> plan, right? No, maybe not. Maybe that's not a, that bad. That's a yeah. scarier number. Twenty-seven. That is a scary. Yeah, that yeah. is a scary. That's a high number. That is there. a high number. Think that yeah. the lottery will be their <laughs> retirement savings. So wow. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, that's that our just news. tells you there's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have anything really exciting to talk about for the news, so that's what I came up with. <laughs> okay. no, good ideas. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will no, say. Great. I will say in all seriousness, since we're a financial show, the Dow's been sliding for about what four or five weeks straight. Yeah, it uh, has. but the, at the time of this podcast, it's been up the last couple of days. So. Yeah. What do you so, think? Just trade nice. war, no. nervousness? Well, you know, I mean, it's always pricing in new information. So, yeah, that's yeah. what's happening. Just everybody's kind of getting comfortable with this and that, and or new information has come out. And, you know, it's just – it's going to do this all the time. It continues to fluctuate. But, the yeah, economy it's nice still to, looks strong, I, I guess. It does, right? yeah. It's nice to see that positive again, the green symbols again. The is, green symbol. Is good. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah, like the green symbol. That's right. I do, right. too. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's my favorite. Well, and it's not the brown chocolate milk symbol. So That's yeah. right. Although that could be a cool symbol as well. I don't know. All right, listen, we're going to turn our attention to our confidence corner. Let's get started with this. Here we go. I like money. I like knowing that I have it. It's time for the confidence corner. All right, so it's confidence corner time here on the financial answer. And this week, Nathan, we're going to talk about not assuming something. Okay, yeah. and you know what happens when you assume something? That's always a bad idea. You make it mm, <laughs> out of you and me. Right? That's true. Yes. That's <laughs> hey, this true. isn't the radio. We can say it. No, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. So, and I just did. So, right. look, making an assumption about a lot of things always. Yeah. Well, not always, but a lot of times gets us into trouble, right? Yes, it does. Um, yeah. So, same thing financially when you're making an assumption about some things it could be the norm it could be correct but yeah. it, it may not be so no, you, right. you want to follow up and have a conversation to just make sure you're not taking a uh, rule of thumb or uh, a right. saying or a general yeah, right. kind of thing and running with it right i think the financial industry is probably the worst at this you know when people True. thinking yeah. about okay. these ideas just you know they hear things or whatever and they just assume that that applies to them which is why we give the mega disclaimer of hey don't take advice from us you know Listen right. to, you know, actually talk to your financial advisor because I don't know who you are. I'd love to know who you are, but I don't know who you are. So don't take advice from us. So, you know, those are the things that people just they'll read newsletters or right, they'll listen right. to a radio show or a podcast and just change their whole investing philosophy or change their whole game right, because right. of that. And they don't even they don't even sit down with a professional to make sure that it works. And I think situation. you should listen to me. But then again, at the same time, you should always check with a qualified professional. <laughs> Because I'm just a radio guy. So, yeah, that's you know. right. So, yeah, Mark's the expert on this yeah, stuff. Yeah, not so. by a long shot. Which is why I talk that's to funny. you. So, all right, I got a couple of I got a couple of general trains of thought, I guess, if you will, or assumptions. Yeah, okay. uh, and I wanted to get your take on them to see if you know if it kind of holds water, or maybe you know people Great. should be a little leery of it. So, yeah, okay. Let's start with a Roth IRA. A Roth IRA will save us money in the end. Is okay. this is this an assumption? Is this pretty much Good or, or how yeah, do you, feel you know, this? I think for most young people that's the case. Okay, but there are definitely you know situations where it's not. I mean, you know, the idea here is that you're making less income while you're younger. Okay, okay, right, so right. you pay the tax now on the Roth IRA contributions, and you you know later on you can take it out tax free when you may be in a higher bracket. But for a lot of younger doctors, for a lot of younger high income earners, okay. that does not make sense. All you right. know, so so if you're making a lot of income. 
income now that you may not be making when you retire, then don't pay the tax now at a high tax rate or a higher income rate. You know, you may defer that till later. So one thing we don't know about all of this is what tax rates are going to be in the future. You know, we can really pretty safely assume they're going to be higher than what they are today. That's an assumption, Um, though, Nathan. (laughs) It is. That's right. It is an assumption. So, you know, just understand that when you're making these plans and setting up your ideas on how you're going to save through these different investments, most of the time, it's fairly straightforward and yeah. pretty easy to decide, but okay. there are some circumstances where you, it's not a good idea to do that. Okay, so, so uh, again, checking, right? I mean, more yeah. often than not, using a Roth IRA will probably save you some money in the end result, but again, have those conversations. You know, a lot of people, just like myself, I okay. have both. All so right. I contribute to, you know, when I can, I contribute to a Roth, and when I can, I contribute to my, you know, basically the pension that we have set up through the company here. Right, so, right. so we do those both of those things if I can. So sometimes my income doesn't allow me to contribute to a Roth. So, okay. you know, I can't in those situations, but sometimes I can. So it just depends okay. on what we can do. All right. Social Security. All right. So delaying yeah. it. The assumption that delaying Social Security until whatever it is, the full you know, 70 or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. will yield you the most income over the long haul. This is an assumption a lot of people make. Yeah. So if you delay it, you know, you're going to get a higher payment. But the idea is that you've got to live as long, long as enough well. to so. make them. Mo- so there's a break even. point. There is. Yeah, there is a break even point. And typically for most people that I see, that's between 75 and 80, you know, depending okay. on their situation and how much they're drawing and all. of There's a lot of different factors that kind of go into that. But right. for most people that break even, you know, is between 75 and 80. So, you know, it makes sense to look at that and your situation and see if, based on family history, based on your health, do you think you're going to live to 80 years old? And if you do, then, yeah, it's a reasonable assumption that you may be better off to wait and start drawing at full retirement age, which is 66, 67, something like that, or even wait until 70. And so a Social Security maximization program will really help you determine that. So okay. that's so what we're there for. With a Social Security, let's veer off on a tangent for a second, because I was yeah, thinking okay. about this the other day, and I don't know why this seems to, and maybe it is out there and I've just not seen it enough, but you know, we have all these conversations about, you know, it's gonna run out, it's gonna be at seventy five percent by twenty thirty four, blah 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 blah. Yeah. And I was thinking about this. When they put it the system in place, the average life expectancy wasn't even sixty five. Okay. No, no. And you couldn't turn there was no turning it on early. It was sixty five. <laughs> Turn That's it right. on at 65. And That's so we right. moved it up to 62. It's like, why not just back it up? Like, just a simple enough way to do it. I know. Uh, and, and I know people listening might say they're a retirement agent and go, oh, no, don't back it up because I'm yeah, ready no. to turn it off. <laughs> but let's just say for people that are under the age of 55. Was, yeah. you know, or something or like 50 that, or 50 even, even. Yeah, right. that's right. And move it, because we're living so much longer, maybe making it first available not till 65 or even mm-hmm. 67 might take care of the whole funding problem. It will. And, you know, the numbers really work out that way. And so I think it, it all comes down to they just don't want to be the elected official. One guy doesn't want to be the one or girl it. doesn't yeah. want to be the and, one to stand there and say it. Well, and it's not just going to be one because they all have to vote. Well, on, true. You know? yeah. so I mean, I guess it, it's going to have to pass. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be someone's idea. But then everyone that votes to reduce Social Security benefits, which is what they're going to be doing. So everyone that does that is is going to. But I mean, isn't that how you frame it? Are you really reducing it if you're able to? do yeah, full 100% payout by just backing the start date up? So everybody from that 50 to the 65 range or whatever we'll, it is we'll cry. is yeah. going to be mad. <laughs> yeah. So that's, you know, I mean, you... 
Right now, it wouldn't matter to us, and, and I think it would be beneficial to do that tremendously. It's going to have to happen. It has I to, think. yeah. Yeah, it's going to have to, or they're just going to cut benefits. So which one would you prefer? That's what I'm saying. It's chicken you know, and the egg, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So or if brown, they, if brown they do cow that, and chocolate milk. It's one of the two, right? I mean, you know. <laughs> Blue eggs, that's right. Blue so eggs, I don't yeah, know. So. It's going to have to have a change. And the last Social Security statement that I saw, not on mine personally, but on a client that I was looking at, was showing like 79% funded as of 2033. So the year has come down, but it's 79% funded Versus now. 75 in 2034. Okay. <laughs> right. so Interesting. It's still, uh, it's still running out is hmm. basically what's happening. Okay. So it's, right. uh, yeah, well, I don't we'll, know. We'll, it's going to have to have some changes. Yeah, well, I, I got on my soapbox for a minute. I wanted to talk about it. We'll go back to our, our topic of assuming things. You're listening to the Financial Answer Podcast with Nathan O'Brien. We're talking about making assumptions, and I guess I just made one as well, but uh, <laughs> we covered Roth IRAs. We covered delaying Social Security. What about the assumption, Nathan, that bonds, uh, putting your money into bonds will create a safer portfolio? Wow, yeah, that's a tough thing to help people understand a lot of times that bonds, because most of the time, bonds people, bond Bond oh, people, yeah. It's kind of like, is that Bonds like people, like James yeah. Bond people. Yeah, <laughs> I'm having trouble talking. Now you're fine today. So, so James so, Bond penny, uh, people's money penny. Yeah, and, that's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so bonds create you know volatility if they are longer term. Okay? okay, so they don't necessarily add safety to the portfolio. Okay, so if you aren't careful with the bonds that you choose, then you can end up having as much risk as a stock. So that's right. the thing that a lot of people don't understand, and so they you know they just go out there and buy the bond that's paying the highest return, the highest yield. And a lot of times that is the most volatile investment that you can buy, you know, or most volatile bond that you can buy. Right. That high yields. And yes, so, yeah. that's right. AKA that's right. Junk bonds. Jump bonds. Uh huh. That's James Bond's cousin, Junk Bond. It is, yeah. 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 I, I saw him in the uh, fourth movie. Yeah, yeah. He, he's double was... O two and a half. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, all right, so one more uh, here on the podcast this week, and we don't do a lot with pensions on the show sometimes, just because they're they're not as prevalent in the area. But a lump sum, taking a lump sum, is always the best approach. Is that a good <laughs> assumption to walk into? No, it's not. And a lot of times it's because, you know, really you need to look at your entire situation. But I do see a lot of people that have this question because it does allow that, you know, when they have a pension, um, the government agencies don't, but individual companies a lot of times will allow you to lump sum out of this. And so you really do need to take the time and sit down with an advisor, build a retirement plan together with your spouse if you're married and make sure that you're making the right choice. Because once you choose, you cannot go back on this. So a lump sum may be the best option, but a lot of times I have recommended people to take that pension option because it's so good. You know, it allows them to just get so much over their lifetime with a guarantee and your market investments don't have a guarantee. You need to have some market investments, but they don't have a guarantee to them. So you're going to use those to help you outpace inflation. But having that guaranteed income is really nice. Again, though, that doesn't mean that you need to take the pension every time. So, again, sit down with an advisor, build a retirement plan, make sure that you're doing the right thing for your situation that, that's going to work out best for you guys. Well, this has been our Confidence Corner talking about making assumptions. Sometimes these rules of thumbs or train of thoughts or whatever can be the right way to go, but don't just roll with it and assume it will be without talking to your financial advisor. If you need a little help or you have some questions, oh, well, that's one of the reasons we do the podcast. Reach out to Nathan 
them, give them a jingle at 855-51-COACH, or let someone know that uh, is having this conversation with you that's maybe brought this up. Tell them to check out the podcast. Tell them to uh, subscribe to us. Go to thefinancialanswer.com, whether it's on iTunes or Google Play or iHeart or Stitcher or whatever the different uh, platform sources are. You can subscribe to it, and you can get your little dose of Nathan and I. Uh, we try to do these every week or so and get those out to you. So subscribe. You'll get a little um, – it'll get sent to you, I guess, once you do that, depending on whatever platform you get uh, you choose. Yeah, you get a reminder. Reminder. On, Thank you. Yeah. That's the word I'm yeah, looking for. Right. See, you couldn't say bond people, and I couldn't say reminder. <laughs> that's uh, right. <laughs> also, while you're at the website, if you want to get the Investor Awareness Guide, I believe we've got a link up for that now. You can also yes, just click on that do. and download the Investor Awareness Guide, complimentary from Nathan, of course. And I guess with that, I guess I'll say goodbye for this week on the podcast. I appreciate your time, and thanks for hanging with me. Yeah, I hope everyone has a, a good weekend, enjoys their weekend with your family and friends, and good to see you again, Mark. Good to talk to you again. Absolutely, and watch out for the brown cows. So That's right. Yeah. Unless you want chocolate chickens. milk. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks, we'll catch you next time here on The Financial Answer. Thanks for tuning in to Nathan and I. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.